Everything's good. All right. Good evening, everybody. This is Bubba's Bodyguard Podcast. I am blessed to have Kevon Voyles along here with me. Kevon, how you doing today? I'm doing good. How you doing, Bubba? I'm great. I'm great. Thank you so much. Um, Kevon, can you just kind of touch on, uh, you know, growing up and, uh, you know, your involvement with, with playing basketball on the Eastern Shore at Stephen Decatur? Um, yes, uh, I grew up in a little town called Cape Charles, Virginia, on the Eastern Shore. Um, basically, I live with my mother and my four siblings, uh, mm-hmm. single mother home, uh, Not father really not around like that, but... Um, mm-hmm. It was just a lot of me playing basketball was like you know, my way to get out, get a, get out of trouble, stay out of trouble, um, just stay grounded. And then, you know, my mother, she always instilled in me to like go to church and be and believe in God and have faith. So mm-hmm. growing up with that faith that no matter what, like no, no matter what the circumstances was, that I could make it out and just do anything I put my mind to. So it was a lot of hard work, dedication. It was hard times, hardships. But yeah, we got through it with the faith. Yeah, absolutely. Uh, Kevon, kind of touch on uh, you know your your journey at Stephen Decatur High School, and then uh, you know eventually getting uh, the opportunity to play at University of Maryland Eastern Shore, which is a Division One school. Just just take me through that journey. Um, that journey was it was it was a lot of hard work. When I first moved to Stephen Decatur, I knew that well, it was my sophomore year. I knew that I would have to work hard and really instill myself into the lineup my sophomore year on varsity mm-hmm. and like it took it took me countless days nights uh long nights long hours in the gym just working on my game to catch up with everybody else because when I first came in it was like it was like okay I want to play on varsity but I got to put in the work to play on varsity so my sophomore year um I started a couple games on varsity uh I had average like 10 points a game then Going into my junior year, I told I told coach like I wanna I wanna really instill myself and make a name for myself this year. So we we got together, we got a plan over the summer. We just worked extremely hard each and every day, day in day out. And then my junior year, I averaged about 18 points a game. Then leaving my junior year, it was basically Cave was gone, Gary was gone, so it was like. I really got to put my foot forward to really lead this team. And I ended up averaging 25 points a game, eight rebounds, and about five assists, and led the team back to states, 18 and eight records. So, and then I clipped over 14, uh, 1,300 points. So it was just a lot of hard work and dedication. It was just like putting time and effort. But going into college, um, my mm-hmm. first year at University of Maryland Shore, I learned a lot just on, not just not on, like basketball, but like being a man maturing and like mm-hmm. having the right mindset going in like practices and games, being focused mentally and physically and like not making everything about you. Like you got to put things aside because like where I came from high school, I might have been a man, but when you go to college, you got to play a role in the team. And I had to learn that you got to put, you got sometimes you got to put your own ambitions away for the best of the team. And that's what you got to do. You got to play your role and do whatever the coach says. Absolutely, and uh, j- just take me through uh, when you f- when you first uh, you know get the get the notification or you or you first get word of you have an opportunity to play at a Division One level and and uh, you know you had worked so hard throughout your high school journey and and you had overcame you know obstacles and any type of trials that were uh, you know that you were faced with. Just I mean, just describe that feeling. Um, it was it was uh, a relief. It was a dream come true because uh, mm-hmm. Division One level is the level that every kid wants to play at and. 
only a 2% chance of kids get to play at that level. And <laughs> I just want to thank my uh, Coach Crafton for giving me that um, – giving me the opportunity to play at University of Belize and Shore. He could have picked anybody else, but he decided to take me. And I'm grateful for that. And, like, all the things I learned this year from coaching, from him, um, I'm going to take that and move on and just instill that in my everyday life, not just a, as a basketball player, but in life as a man, and just continue to press on. And I just think me playing at the University of Belize and Shore was a big thing for me. Uh, my mom didn't have to pay for college. And I just mm-hmm. – yeah, I'm grateful for that. Absolutely. And, uh, th- you know, throughout your first season at, at the University of Maryland Eastern Shore with the Hawks, what was the one thing that you could take away that you learned the most, like the most important thing you learned this year? Most important thing is, is each and every day you got to maximize your time and effort and don't get too high, don't get too low because it comes with ups and downs. And just each day you got to put your best foot forward because it's always, always somebody out there trying to, either take your minutes or take your spot. So you just got to keep pressing on and just listen. Uh, listening is a, a big, big one too that I learned that you got to listen to what the coach say, not do your own thing. Cause when you do your own thing, you get in your own way and that leads to problems. So I just feel like, like you getting out your own way and buying into the system and everything is really what is most important. Absolutely. And um, can you touch on what 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 was your favorite thing about getting to travel, getting to see all these different arenas, getting to go to these, uh, you know, different schools and playing them? And, uh, you know, what, what was your favorite thing uh, this season? Oh, my favorite thing was uh, the, the environments that I was in, mm-hmm. big time environments, playing in like Oklahoma, Baylor, Fordham, Liberty. It was this great environment. But the biggest thing I learned is growing up like with my teammates learning each and every one of their stories like learning my coaches stories learning everything that brings us together that brings us to be a family and we know like each and every day when we go out we got to have each other's back and just every moment of the season uh I want to say was the best moment it's really not like a big moment but if I would say my best moment was the Oklahoma game we was up by one point at halftime nobody thought that we was even going to be in the game and we're going to halftime up by one point. And it just showed our perseverance and pressing through, even though we had just came from – we flew from Kentucky to California, and the next day we flew to Oklahoma. So it was like, man, we going into this game like, man, I don't, we don't even know if, like, we can go. And one of our players mm-hmm. got hurt, so we down to eight players, nine players. And we like, man, we got to press through. We got to press on. And then we was up by one point at halftime. So it just showed us that our dedication and our uh, – that we was willing to sacrifice no matter how tired we was to go out there and play our best game. Absolutely. And, um, you know, gr- growing up on the shore, uh, you know, what what is your message, Kevon, to any youth, uh, you know, back home, uh, you know, whether it be Eastern Shore or in the Berlin area or uh, just just anywhere for that matter, a- any youth that looks up to you and, and that, that would see this podcast, what is your message to them that, uh, if you have a dream in life, if if you if you work hard enough, and if you if you if you sacrifice and you have faith that it it can be done, um, my message to them is just when you grow up and an older person always give you advice and tells you what's what's what they've been through, what experiences they've been through, and not to go down that road. Don't go down that road. You gotta stay focused. Uh, first, you gotta get in the classroom. That's number one. Classroom mm-hmm. is the biggest student athlete, not athlete student. So. You can't get on the field without playing without grades. So just just if you have a dream 
never never let nobody tell you what you can't do, what you can and cannot do, because you got power of de- uh, you, the power of life and death is in the tongue. So you just gotta continue to press on, fight through, no matter what nobody says. And many a day, many people told me that I wasn't gonna play basketball in college. Told me I wasn't good enough to play at Stephen Decatur. Told me I was, I wasn't good enough to do this and that. But if I had listened to them, I would have been stuck right after high school with nowhere to go. But now, I believe in myself. Just believe in yourself, no matter what, because. Don't, at the end of the day, only thing that matters is you believing in yourself, not nobody else believing in you. Because other people's words and everything does not matter. You just got to keep pressing through. Absolutely. And uh, we'll, we'll kind of go off uh, topic here uh, just for a moment. Uh, recently, I was named an ambassador for Bodyguards Against Bullying. Kevon, what is your message to speak out against bullying in this time? Uh, this time, I feel like bullying... Uh, is not a is a thing that we need to all come up against because bullying can lead to mm-hmm. a lot of problems. Like people don't understand, bullying leads to uh, people. People don't know, but like some kids get bullied and never tell nobody, then they end up like mm-hmm. either killing themselves or doing mm-hmm. something bad, like doing drugs or something. But I feel like mm-hmm. we need to come together and just stop it because everybody's beautiful in their own way. Even though you might mm-hmm. not think I look good or. You might not think I'm beautiful, but somebody else thinks I'm beautiful. And that's why each and every day you got to you gotta look in the mirror and be like, God loves me for who I am, and I'm a beautiful person. And just when people bully you, you should go talk to somebody about it, not hold it in, and just, just like believe in your heart that each and every day that you're a beautiful person, that no matter what nobody says, no matter what anybody does to me, that I know that at the end of the day, I'm going to be, I'm doing what's right, and I'm going to keep pressing on. Yes, sir, absolutely. And, um, uh, Kevon, we, we, you know, we'll get back on track here, uh, you know, with, with your basketball and life journey. Um, what, what was one major obstacle, one major problem you had that you had faced in life or, or throughout your, your playing journey where you just felt you couldn't get past it, but you were able to face adversity and you were able to persevere? Get, walk, me through, walk me through a time in your life where you just had went through a major roadblock and, and, you, and you, know, you may have had some temptation of, hey, I, I want to give up or uh, you know, it may not be possible. You know, wh- what was that and how did you overcome it? Um, I would say... Hmm. The hardest thing is, it's actually, mm-hmm. I have two. I have two. Okay. okay. So I'm going to get the first one. My scene, going into my senior year, uh, my mom mm-hmm. was at her work, her job, and she was walking. Mm-hmm. And she slipped and fell and broke her back. Mm-hmm. So me, we, she was out of it. They fired her. They terminated her. We was out of, she was out of job. I had no father. My, my grandparents and them lived in uh, Virginia, so we couldn't really stay with them. And I was mm-hmm. going into my senior year, my most important year of basketball. And I'm like, should I stop playing basketball to work and take care of my mother? Or should I just continue to press on and fight, even though we don't have nowhere to live no more? I was homeless for uh, five months. Mm-hmm. So each and every day, I just dedicated going out and doing everything for my mom. Like, I got straight A's, um, passed my SAT to qualify for an NCAA scholarship. And just mm-hmm. I just pressed through each and every day. It was hard. People didn't even know that I was homeless, like until I told them mm-hmm. about the story came out like a year later. So it was just a mm-hmm. lot. It was a lot on me, like going to school, leaving school, knowing that oh I don't have nowhere to live. I'm I'm at a shelter. So mm-hmm. it was just it was hard, but I could have gave up 
and was like, nah, because I had to, my mom had to learn how to walk again and different things like that. So it was a, it was hard times for my family, but I pressed through and my senior year became my best year and I got player of the year, um, third team all state. So it was a good year. And then the second obstacle was a year later, it was a year later when I went to prep school, mm-hmm. um, the, a year, uh, a year, a year before that, I got my thousand points. A year later, my grandmother passed away um, when I was in Florida, and I didn't get to see her. The last time I seen her was when she dropped me off in August. So I just, mm-hmm. at that point, I was like, I'm not playing basketball no more. I just, I felt like coming home and just sit out the rest of the year and just, you know, just it was hard on me because like my grandmother, mm-hmm. she raised me. She, me and her, uh, my mom and my grandmother raised me. So when that happened and I couldn't see her, I felt like, I felt like, I felt like a big burden came over me. Like, man, I'm never going to see my grandma again. I got to go home and mm-hmm. go to the funeral and just, I didn't think the time was going to come, but all I got to say is like, I cherish every moment with her. I don't regret anything. Um, she 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 instilled in me a lot that kept me. She the reason that I kept going and playing basketball when I didn't want to. She the reason I kept going when I was homeless. So losing her was like losing a little big part of me. And like it was mm-hmm. for weeks. I was in the dark, weeks, months. To this day, it still it still seems unreal. But each and every day as I go through and I think about all the good times and the laughs and the joy that we had together, it just it just brings me to smiles. But I do get sad at some points, but I know that she's watching on me. She's right here in my heart. And as long as I continue to do good, she'll be right here with me. Amen. And just just know that she's looking down on you right now. And she would be, uh, you know, extremely proud of just uh, the, the high, uh, you know, work ethic you, you're, you're presenting and, and uh, you know, how you conduct yourself, most importantly, as a man above all, uh, you know, that that's so most important over any, uh, you know, over anything going in your life that, you know, you, you carry yourself uh, with a high level of integrity and character. So uh, just know that I'm proud and, and know that, you know, she's proud of you and that you always have a guardian angel with you, Kevon, and, and that, you know, I, I am in your corner. Yes, sir. Thank you. You're, you're welcome. And, uh, you know, k- kind of, uh, you know, touch on what, what goes through your head when you, when you get that first playing time, when you, when you get the, the first opportunity to check into a game or, or the first opportunity to start a game at the collegiate level, I mean, what was that feeling like? It was probably indescribable, but if you, if you could put into words, Kevon, what, what, what was it like? Um, I would say me checking into college for the first time was a fulfillment. Like, it was mm-hmm. like, uh, man, I put in all this work over these couple of years. Now I get the chance. It was against Penn State. I got in the game, and I think the first time mm-hmm. I touched the ball, I scored, and it was like – it was like emotion mixed with joy because mm-hmm. like that first basket was for my grandmother because she was supposed to see mm-hmm. me play, but I went to prep school. So it just, it's just a lot. It was overwhelming too. Um, mm-hmm. I just wish that she was here, but I know that she was there in spirit. So it was, I think starting my first game was, that was big for me too. Um, There's a lot of nerves with it. Like you got to, you got to settle down. You got to get over the adrenaline pumping before the game. And it was just, I, um, I love the experience. Yeah, it was good. Absolutely. And uh, to touch on, you know, like, what are some of your favorite things about the Eastern Shore? You know, you grew up there. You, you spent a lot of time back there, uh, you know, giving back and, 
and you know uh working out uh in the off season and and you know what 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 is some of your favorite things about uh the ocean city area um it's just the community um everybody's mm-hmm. behind like when we played in high school everybody was behind you like i met you out here um you mm-hmm. you you were a man that that kept his word who always wanted to give back wanted to help people like you if you see somebody in need you would help them so it was just a great community atmosphere and a lot of people that really backed you and really supported you and they still support you to this day. Like today, I see a lot of people that watched me in high school come to my game. So it was really big and I like the scenery. Like it's traveling, people with tourists around, different things like that. So it was huge. Um, I like the uh, we got we got all these rec centers available for us to practice and play on. It's just it's a friendly environment that I like. Absolutely, and uh, you know, th- throughout your your even though you're you're still considered young, uh, what what was your like most impactful encounter where you got a chance to kind of you know encourage somebody or or be a mentor to somebody? Describe that encounter for me and 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 what it felt like and and really what it meant to you to to kind of take somebody under your wing. Um, it, it's always like my, my goal is not to like, when I play, it's not about me. It's about who can I inspire? Who can, uh, look up to me to be like, okay, he can do it. I can do it too. And I just want to be like, I just think like me taking somebody under my wing is a God. I'm going to tell them that you don't have to go down the wrong path. You don't have to take that path. You can take the right path and still, you don't have to be the cool kid. Like I wasn't the cool kid in high school. Like, it's some things I wouldn't do. I wasn't a cool kid, but I still got to where I needed to go without being a cool kid. I still had people that liked me without being a cool kid. It's just that it's how you conduct yourself and the manner you conduct yourself. And you just got to be, you got to be that person that be like, yeah, I'm not going to do this. I'm going to stand up for myself and just mentoring. And mentoring for me is, is good because I like giving back. Um, I don't want to be selfish with my gifts that God has given me. If I, if I have something that I can... Mm-hmm. I can help somebody out get better or work on that game. Uh, I would do that, and that's that's where I'm at right now, just trying to help these younger kids coming through here to uh, elevate their game, tell them that you got to put in the work because if you don't put in the work, you ain't going to see no results. Absolutely. And, uh, Kevon, can you elaborate a bit on, uh, you know, for, for anybody who may not get to, to see the insight of, of Division One or just at the collegiate level of any any type of playing experience, Take take us through an experience of like what is it uh, throughout your travels like you know the walkthroughs the meetings the the shoot arounds give us like an example say you're say you're uh you're leaving out now you're going to a road game wherever it may be that you know just describe to us kind of like your point of view perspective of of kind of a a a, a detail what okay goes on. so we have so we have practice all week when we got a game on say Saturday right. But we leave mm-hmm. Thursday is basically like a light practice, but you still like kind of go hard. Friday, walk through. Um, we get on the bus right after walk through during the middle of the day. Um, we leave. We mm-hmm. travel all day. We get there. We uh, watch film. We go over scout report. We have like team dinner, sit down. We talk about the game, and then we talk about who. Hear me, bro. Uh, yeah, we yes, go, I can hear. We go. Um, they give us a curfew that we have to be sleep by, and then we just we lay down. We wake up in the morning, eat breakfast as a team. And now it's game day, so we getting everything straight. We uh, watch after breakfast. We go watch film again. 
uh, make sure we know what all the personnel, like the top, the uh, starting five, and the people coming off the bench. Then we take uh, we take a bus trip to the school, have a sixty minute shoot around. Once we shoot around, we working on game shots, working on scout report, different defenses, mm-hmm. uh, uh, offensive plays that they're gonna run that we gotta be ready for in the game. It just on the fly learning, so you gotta learn like this. You gotta learn like we don't we don't work all week practicing other teams' plays. It's like the day before the game, you gotta learn. You gotta know the scout. And once you like, then we leave mm-hmm. from there. We go back to the hotel. We take uh, we got pregame meal. We eat the pregame meal. And after the pregame meal is basically time for the game. And then we go to the game. We get like a 30, 40 to thirty eight minute work uh, warm up, a high intense work, uh, warm up. Then it's game time. So. It's every and college is fast paced, so you gotta if you like scouting reports, film practice, you gotta pay attention and know who who does this, like what what kid like to shoot, what percentage, what like like if a kid's a shooter, we close out him hard. If he's not a shooter, short close out, jab at him. He's gonna drive. Um, you gotta know who who's coming off the bench, who's gonna be because when the game time comes, you forget the scouting report. Guess what? You in the game, you lost. You don't know who does what. And it, it can lead to a lot of uh, mistakes. Mm-hmm. So it's a lot. It's just a pay, uh, focus and pay, uh, paying attention to detail. That's the biggest thing. Absolutely. And uh, Kevon, what is your ultimate goal with uh, – obviously, you're playing at the collegiate level. What What is your ultimate goal that you strive for every day, the The one the, – the biggest goal that sticks out most in your head? My biggest goal is to make it to the NBA, um, just make a professional career out of basketball. Um, I want to be able to take care of my family and my mother. I know that um, for me to do that, I got to put in a streams amount of work. And it's not going to be easy. It's not going to be – It's not I, when I say it's not going to be easy, like one in 3,300 uh, kids that leave college will make it to the mm-hmm. NBA. So I know it's not going to be easy. I just got to work hard and just keep working at my craft, perfect my game. And each each like, each like time I get on the court, I got to know I got to get better today. I got to get better. I got to keep working because I know it's not going to be easy. It's a long shot because people are not expecting the kid from the Eastern Shore to uh, make it. But I just feel like mm-hmm. that's going to push me more. And I just got to work at it each and every day and just mentally uh, be ready, uh, spiritually be ready, physically be ready, and just – go after it every single day and I got to manifest that and chase it every single day. Absolutely. And, um, you know, can, can you also touch on, I think there's a big misconception, uh, you know, with, with, with basketball and just sports in general nowadays that, you know, basketball season is just basketball season. Can you touch on uh, the immense amount of work ethic, the immense amount of sacrifices that go into it uh, to not only get to the collegiate level, not only to get to a certain level, but to stay there. Um, it's it's uh it takes a lot of time and effort. Like you got to be really dedicated mm-hmm. to do do this all year round because basketball season really never ends. It's like a continuous mm-hmm. always. Because if you just do it during the season, when the season come back around, you're not gonna get any better in the off season. So it's just a continue grind each and every day. Like you gotta grind, 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 and you can't stop grinding. Because once you stop grinding. And somebody always out there grinding a little bit harder than you are. So if you want to be make it to the top, you got to grind each and every day and just continue to push, 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 push. Even when you feel like you don't want to push, that's the best time to do something. When you don't feel like you want to do it, that's the best time to do it. Because you know when you go, when you want to do it, it's going to be easy. But when you don't want to do it, that's when the time where you really got to 
sit down and be like, do I really want to do this? Do I really want to push through? Do I really want to put my body through this pain, ache, and all all this pain and stuff? So basically, you just gotta you gotta put your best foot forward every chance you get, and not just not just do it when somebody requires you, but do it because you love it and you want to do it every single day. Absolutely, and. Uh... You know, Kevon, we, we touched on so many great and, and important topics and, uh, you know, really about, you know, your journey in life and your, you know, your journey from, you know, playing high school, uh, you know, getting to, you know, you were in the state tournament. You were in the state tournament, I believe, yeah, three, three times. times. Is that correct? So, you know, and then getting the opportunity to, to not only go to college, but you received a yes, full sir. scholarship. Is that correct? And, you know, to, to, you know, to get into, you know, playing these major schools, you're playing at the highest level of collegiate, you know, basketball, uh, you know. So what I'll do here in these last few minutes, and I normally do this on the podcast, is I just kind of, uh, you know, I kind of send it over to you. Do you have any final words of encouragement? Do you have any, uh, you know, what are you working on in the near future? What can we expect from Kevon Boyles in the near future? Whatever you want to talk about, uh, I'll just give you a moment here to, to just kind of uh, get ready to conclude things. Um. My message is uh, never, never let people's perception of you get the best of you. So basically, I want to say, just because somebody think you can't do something, never stop. Never, never put your head down. Never feel like you can't press through. Because I know it was times where I felt like I didn't want, like I just felt like, man, I'm not good enough. Man, I couldn't do this. I couldn't do that. And I just kept working each and every day. So it just. You got to press on and just keep keep pushing forward because if that's your passion and your love, you got to go out there and just keep, keep, um, I don't know if y'all have religious beliefs, but whatever y'all believe in, just keep, uh, keep your God before you. Well, I keep God before me every, every step of the day. I'm thankful for every, every time I step on the court. Um, I thank my Lord and Savior, Jesus Christ, for giving me the ability to play and just, I just want y'all to keep following my journey because it's not over yet. And in the near future, I plan. I hope to um, be able to give more inspiring words, um, tell you more about my story, write my story. Um, when it's all said and done, I want to write a book just on my life and everything I went through. And just because me, I'm not. The, I'm. The, I'm a person that I don't like to. I really. I. I really don't like to talk about a lot of stuff that happened to me personally, but. I feel like if I tell my story, mm-hmm. it might help somebody else that's in need or that needs to hear that because cause I'm an athlete and they probably be like, oh, I'm hiding this from that. But if he can do it, I know I can do it. So I just want to be a little uh, inspiration to somebody that no matter what circumstances, you can always fight through and always have an outlet to talk to. If you want to talk to me, um, follow me or hit me in my DMs on Instagram or get my number or hit bubble for my number. But it's just, uh, just never stop working. Never, never, never forget like the foundation you was, you were raised on and just continue to go after your dreams and write down your dreams and go after them. Absolutely. And, um, can you let people know where they can find you at, uh, your social Um, media handles, Kevon? My Instagram is KVNG. L Y F E underscore uh one on Twitter. Uh K V N G L Y F E underscore. That's my Twitter handle. Underscore one is my uh, Instagram handle. Or you can text me at 443-614-1740 if you want to get in contact with me. 
Absolutely. And uh, again, I just appreciate you taking some time out. Uh, I know when you, you when you had FaceTime me, it looked like you were getting in, uh, you know, some type of workout, whether it be, uh, you know, on the quarter or whatever it may be. So I do a truly appreciate, you know, you, you for your time and your insight and knowledge and, and you know, your, your words of encouragement and, uh, you know, motivation for people that are going to come across this podcast as, as people all across the world will, will hear this. And, uh, you know, again, just, uh, you know, thank you for everything. And, uh, you know, I wish you nothing but uh, successes in all your endeavors and workings in life. And, you know, may God continue to bless you as I know. Thank he will. you, Baba. I appreciate it. You have a blessed day. All right, you too. And again, this is Bubba's Bodyguard Podcast, available on all major major podcast platforms. Again, Keevon Voiles uh, from the UMES Hawks, thank you so much for taking uh, a few moments here today to hey, jump on the one, podcast. Bye. Bye. All right, you too. Bye.